Welcome to the OM Collective podcast. My name is Claire and here at the OM Collective podcast, you can tune into my sleep stories and meditations, as well as mindful moment reflections, where I share my ideas and thoughts on subjects such as mindfulness, gratitude, authenticity, and living more slowly. Your journey to a more calmer, present and intentional state of being starts right now. There is a popular saying that where your focus goes, your energy flows. So in other words, your life is created by how you think and act. The universe brings to you what you focus on. So therefore, it's crucial to live with mindfulness, choosing your thoughts and intentions with complete self-awareness. Welcome to week five of the Everyday Miracles course. Today we will be getting into the good stuff, delving into some practical things that you can do to start manifesting. Manifesting is about creating the experience of what it is that you want to feel or attract and then following it up by living and believing in that experience so that your desire is attracted to you and then comes into form. Manifesting can be used to attract anything into your life. Nothing is off limits. It may be a business, relationship, maybe your health, a way of feeling, or even a material object. Manifesting is about co-creating with the universe. And when we align with the energy of the universe, we can manifest things far bigger than our original dream. The key to manifesting is that you must stay open to all possibilities, even the ones that are beyond what you think you need. When you align with the loving energy of the universe, there are no limits to what you can attract. Manifesting is the process of vibrating at a higher frequency so that you become a vibrational match with the universe and then you can co-create your world. In today's episode, we will be talking about how to increase your energetic vibration and live with intention so that you become aligned with the energy of the universe. Firstly, we will cover some of the big do's and don'ts of manifesting. And then after that, I will share with you several practices that you can start implementing today to help raise your vibration. You will also find a link in the show notes to an energy tune-up meditation that goes along with today's lesson. I'm sure many of you have read the book or seen the movie called The Secret. I do love this book 
and it certainly serves a purpose. However, after studying and reading it for several times over, I felt that it didn't really create the change that I needed. Yes, it certainly planted the seed, but I was still unsure on whether I truly believed it. I was skeptical and I tended to think that the whole law of attraction was a little bit of feel-good nonsense. I then delved deeper and started reading books by Louise Hay, Deepak Chopra, Gabby Bernstein and Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I finally got it. After all those years of searching and hoping, I was guided to the inspiration and the information that I needed in order to go from a seeker to a believer. So how does all of the law of attraction work? The fundamentals of the law of attraction are based on scientific evidence that everything in the universe is made up of energy and that we are all interconnected to everything with energy. And therefore, we are all an extension of the energy that makes up this universe. This has actually been proven by scientists and it is now a fact that the universe is a field of energy or a force field. And to take it a step further, your thoughts and emotions, they have certain vibration rates or energy about them and they will attract thoughts or emotions of a similar wavelength or vibration. A perfect example of this is when you may have been thinking about someone and then shortly afterwards they call you on the phone. You see, the energy of your thoughts has attracted a reciprocal wavelength. By intentionally choosing to only think positive and loving thoughts, you will attract people and events that hold a similar vibration. However, it also works in reverse. So if you think negative and have a sense of lack, you will also attract negativity and lack into your life. So to get started, let's first cover a few of the manifesting do's and don'ts before we get into the practical steps that you can take on a daily basis to attract more abundance into your life. So number one, it's not as simple as wishing yourself abundant. The law of attraction has promise. However, it's also been construed as a get rich, get healthy and find love quick scheme. It would be utterly fabulous to think your way into the life of your dreams and to only act when it was enjoyable. This may be the biggest manifesting misconception around. You see, there's this idea that all you have to do is make a vision board or maybe write a thousand affirmations in your journal. And then the thing that you desire will just magically fall into your lap. Manifesting is not just a task that you tick off over the day. You see, you must do your best to stay aligned with the universal energy for your entire day. 
It requires having the awareness to live each day with loving and sincere intention so that in turn you will keep your energy and vibration tuned in. Affirmations, journaling and vision boards, they're all great as they offer direction and clarity. But before you start co-creating with the universe, you first have to become a person who radiates with positivity, kindness and authenticity in your day-to-day life. You see, you attract what you are and not what you want. So a big portion of manifestation requires self-awareness, authenticity, positive intent, kindness, trusting the process and having the willingness to grow and evolve. Number two, trust in the process. We can get caught up in thinking that we know what's best for ourselves. We get very attached to a specific outcome and we want things to happen in a particular timeline. When we have stress that things are not working out or we try to force outcomes, we actually block the guiding universal energy that's available to us and we step into a frenzy of control. Manifesting isn't about getting what we think we want. It's about receiving what is the highest good for all. And no doubt, you'll definitely have experiences where you'll attract exactly what you want. But there'll also be times where things just don't come to you. It's important to surrender and trust in the process, trusting that the universe does have other plans for you. And over time, you will be able to join the dots. So no matter what is happening around you, you need to believe and trust in the universe and trust that there is a lesson behind every event. The human soul is here to evolve and to grow and it can only do this through experiencing a combination of success and failure. And when you feel like you are failing, you need to seek out the lesson. And the hardest part about accepting that popular saying that everything happens for a reason is actually waiting for the reason to appear. Things worth having require a certain level of knowledge and self-awareness. Otherwise, you just won't be able to hold on to them. They'll just be fleeting. So often, there are lessons you need to learn before you can manifest your ideal outcome. And the quicker that you can recognize these as lessons and learn from them, the quicker you will move into a space of manifesting abundance and purpose. So when you are failing, there is nothing more important you can do than to do your very best to try and stay strong and trust in the process. And when misfortune is happening around you, try and switch your perspective and look for the lessons, the opportunities 
or the beauty behind the event. Trust that the universe has bigger plans for you. Number three, you must have the desire to serve others. To align with the universe so that you can co-create, you must have a genuine want to be of service and contribution to others. Now being of service, it doesn't require that you go out and save the world or you burn yourself out by volunteering all your spare time to a worthy cause. Now, while these are two very redeeming qualities to hold, your service to others can be much simpler. Service is about making others feel seen, heard, understood, loved, inspired, or happy. So if you can go about your day and share your joy, enthusiasm, your gratitude, authenticity, and your lightness with others, then you are in service. When you adopt a light and breezy attitude, you are in service. When you do those things that you love to do that bring you great joy, and whether it's gardening, painting, or maybe restoring old cars, you are in service. When you choose to show up with empathy, compassion and love, instead of getting offended, defensive or self-entitled, when you're not recognized, respected or appreciated, you are in service. So let go of the need to be right and instead choose to be kind. Don't sweat the small stuff and choose to not get hung up on all those petty details and the need to label things as right and wrong. Forget needing validation, respect and acknowledgement from others and trust that when you are sincere and authentic, you are good enough just as you are. There is no need to call out and point the finger when someone's made a mistake or has failed to recognize their actions. Instead, show them how to be a better person by you rising above all the nonsense, drama and so forth. When your heart is open and you are living in a space of great joy, then that is being of service to others. Happiness is contagious. It brings inspiration and hope to others. I personally have never known someone who was truly happy within that had the need to seek revenge or get angry, rude or make snide remarks. So when your most sincere, compassionate and authentic self shows up in the world, you naturally spread positivity, inspiration, hope and good vibes. This is being of service. And this is the language of the universe. And so long as you surrender to the highest good for all, the universe will continue to support and co-create with you. Number four. 
cultivate the feeling of what you want to attract. We're all beings of energy. We are always attracting what we are. So when our energy vibrates at a low level, we attract low level circumstances. But when our energy is in high vibration, we attract positive outcomes. So when we feel a sense of lack or not enough, we will attract lack into our life. But when we feel love or gratitude, we will attract abundance into our life. The universe will deliver you people, experiences, opportunities and outcomes that match your vibrational frequency. So you can write a thousand times in your journal that I am abundant, but deep within, if you don't feel abundant, you won't attract abundance. So now let's move on to practices to raise your vibration. So we are the creators of our own life. So therefore, we must dwell in possibility. You see, every thought that enters your headspace is creating your future. You receive what you put out. So therefore, it is so important to live with intention, doing your best to put out into the world good vibes and positive energy. There are many intentional yet practical steps that you can take to ensure that you're amping up your own positivity. Today, I'm going to share 13 with you. These are not the only ones available to you. However, I do believe that they are some of the easiest to start implementing. So the first one on the list is the obvious one, affirmations. So have an affirmation written somewhere. It can be a different one each day, or you can stick to the same one. Affirmations can be anything that you find positive. They can be an uplifting quote, or they can be short phrases of what you would like to attract. I actually do have an article on how to write your own affirmations, so I'll put a link in the show notes. And the idea is to have the affirmation somewhere that you will see it often, such as in your journal, maybe saved on your home screen on the phone or your computer, or maybe pinned on your bedroom wall or your refrigerator. The key is to commit to saying and writing your affirmations several times a day. You don't actually need to say it aloud. Just saying it in your mind is good enough. And trust me, there will be days when you just can't be bothered to say your affirmations. And there'll be other times when things are rolling along perfectly that you don't feel like you actually need to say your affirmations. No matter what is happening or going on for you, commit to making affirmations a daily devotion. Do it for the rest of your life. Affirmations are not a quick fix. They are a lifestyle change. The next one is meditation. 
So it's time to get your arm on and meditate. You know, if the thought of meditating conjures up the thought of a pot-bellied Buddha, incense and some eccentric hippie wearing tie-dye, then drop that thought now. Create a new vision because meditation is the way to calm the soul. When you meditate, you will discover, overthink and overanalyze and you'll never find. Meditation is the chance to quiet your mind enough so that you can listen to the whispers of your own soul. Meditation allows you to connect with yourself and everything around you. So during a meditation, it is the perfect time to ask questions and send intentions out into the universe. I also highly recommend maybe meditating on your affirmation by using it as a mantra and then sending it out into the universe. There are so many ways to meditate, so many types. Um, it's just about finding one that resonates with you. The next one is vision boards. So create your own vision board and hang it up in your home. You can gather pictures, quotes and words that inspire you. It can be things that you would like to create or attract. The key to your success is that you need to look at the board several times a day and then feel the sensation of what it would feel like to actually have that dream manifested. So when you look at your vision board, live and feel the joy, happiness, abundance, the relief and the gratitude that attracting your desire would bring. When you start becoming what you want to attract, you'll start seeing changes in your life almost instantly. There's no right or wrong way to create a vision board, um, but I'll just share with you a couple of ideas that I personally love to use. Having a visual vision board is always great. So your subconscious mind works in pictures and images. So make your vision board as visual as possible. So with as many pictures as you can. You can supplement your pictures with words and phrases to increase that emotional response that you get when you look at your vision board. Ideally, you want it to evoke emotion within. So each picture on your vision board should evoke a positive emotional response from you. So the mere sight of your vision board should make you feel happy and it should fuel your passion to achieve your dream every single time that you look at that board. You also want to place it somewhere that you'll see it. Your subconscious mind needs to see it often because the energy that comes from that board will help to get your manifestation moving towards you. You also want it to be very personal. 
So negative feelings, self-doubt and criticism, it can damage the delicate energy that your vision board can bring. So if you do fear criticism from family members or friends, then it's probably a good idea to place it somewhere private so that only maybe you can see it. We'll move on to journaling. So sometimes it can be so hard to sit still long enough to quieten the mind, especially when you're consumed with all the noise and chatter of your ego and the opinions of the outside world. So to connect with yourself, try journaling your thoughts or just writing random thoughts. Don't judge or overthink the process. Just go with the flow and let your thoughts be freely expressed through the written words on the paper. The art of writing is, is fast becoming a lost art. The more we are connected to the internet, our phones, and the mania of the outside world, the easier it is to forget about the importance and beauty of putting pen to paper. Journaling is a sacred act and therapeutic tool for stress, emotional healing, resilience and personal growth. It is a meditative practice that slows the breath, calms the mind and reconnects to your own internal wisdom and intuition. So whatever it is that you want to change in your life, from getting healthy, stressing less, feeling more inner peace, or having your dreams realized, journaling is a healing tool to help break through those negative, limiting thoughts and those barriers so that you can see the little positivity into your daily life. I personally love journaling for the very reason that sometimes if you're looking for an answer, the answer will often reveal itself to you on paper. And if you're really struggling for words, then sit and write your affirmation down 20 times. And if you find that you're overwhelmed with negativity and negative words, another way that you can deal with this is to allow yourself to write down the negative words that you feel, not holding back, you just let them out and just keep writing until you can't write anymore. And then once you've gotten out all the negativity, you then need to rewrite the words in a more positive story. You need to retell your story in a positive way. The next one is practicing gratitude and mindfulness. So when you focus on what you do have, then everything in your life becomes enough. And as a result, you'll then radiate with an abundant energy. Start giving thanks for the simple things like water, food, fresh air and a good friend. And if you find that stress and overwhelm is wreaking havoc with your attempt to develop an attitude of gratitude, then practice mindfulness 
by focusing on your breath and on the current moment. When you become present to the moment, you fall into a state of just being, which then naturally leads you to a feeling of gratitude. The next one is creating a morning ritual. So how you start your day really does set the tone for the kind of day that you'll have. So get in the habit of having a 30 minute ritual as soon as you wake up. The key is that it must be enjoyable and leaves you feeling positive, inspired and uplifted. To get started on a morning ritual, decide on a wake up time and stick to it. And then give yourself 30 to 60 minutes for your morning ritual. Choose something that you enjoy doing. It may be reading, swimming, yoga, gardening, creative projects, or even study. Choose whatever you find enjoyable and dedicate a little time to this each morning. And you may even find that your morning ritual may be to just simply journal. The next one is to create a manifesto. Manifestos are positive words, visions and quotes that companies use to keep their employees and customers activated in the positive vision of the company. They are words that are important to the company's overall mission or vision. But you don't need to be a company to create a manifesto. You are the CEO of your own life. So why not get your life's vision written down on paper? I personally like to frame mine and hang it as art in my home. That way it acts as a continual reminder of what's important to me. The next one is to have a tea ritual. So this is a mindfulness practice. So spend some time sipping tea and contemplating the beauty of your world. You can sit outside in nature and admire the birds and the trees while you sip your tea. Or maybe you'd like to light a candle and grab your favorite cushion and sit down and sip tea. I do have a guided tea meditation so if you'd like to join me for that, I'll put a link in the show notes. So let's move on to the next one, which is the importance of setting a positive intention for the day. So before your day begins, it's important to sit down and set your positive intention. Write it down. Think about what goals you want to achieve Maybe think about ways on how you can show kindness throughout your day. You may even choose to write down one of your favorite quotes. Whatever it is, you want it to be positive and you want it to set the tone for your day ahead. The next one is seed your day with positivity. So engage in activities and practices that uplift you 
and make you feel positive. It can be anything from going for a walk in nature, having coffee with a good friend, or maybe volunteering at a local charity. For each positive activity that you have, it becomes a deposit into your high vibrational energy bank account. So for each negative emotion you have, do your best to experience at least three positive emotions. The next one is to be aware of your own vibes. Be aware of the energy that you give out through your tone, your body language, the words you choose and your general attitude. The energy that you radiate, it can open doors or lock doors. If you have met a truly magnetic person, you'll know what I mean. Their zest for life inspires others and draws supporters and friends. Also have the self-awareness to recognize when someone is trying to suck out your energy. A great way to protect you from other people's bad vibes is to visualize a pink bubble around you, protecting you from their toxic energy and attitude. The next one is act as if. I love the late Dr. Wayne Dyer's definition of the law of attraction. He wrote, quote, you attract what you want, you attract what you are, unquote. So for instance, if you want to become an author, a good step is to figure out how authors actually live what their day is like, what are their habits, and then live out that exact routine each and every day. Before Dr. Wayne Dyer was a well-known author, he had a book jacket printed off for his very first book. This is before the book was written. And he sat at his desk and he wrote his book. And so that each day he turned up, he sent out the intent that he was already a published author. Modeling that same behavior will put you on the path to becoming an author. So the same goes for musician, actor, a great parent, a business owner, or a healthy person, or anything else that you want to become. So on a good day, these little acts of seeding out positivity in your day, they're very manageable. However, it's also important to accept that you don't always have to be positive. Part of the human experience is going through tough times. Unfortunately, they're unavoidable. So feeling like you have to be positive 100% of the time is just unrealistic. Pressuring yourself to only think positive thoughts, it will stress you out. So if you're having a down day, allow yourself to feel the emotion and work on releasing it. 
It's important to live with emotional awareness. Do regular emotional balance checks and learn positive coping methods on how to get your emotions back into balance. Something that I personally find helps is that I like to go for a walk. Um, Being an animal lover, I love to Google funny clips of baby animals. Um, I enjoy meditating, catching up with friends, maybe talking to a counsellor or reading some inspiring books. They're just several ways or coping methods that I find works for me. So even though you do have unlimited potential and the ability to co-create an abundant life, there'll definitely be times that life challenges you. After all, life is life and sometimes there is smooth sailing and sometimes the waters get rough. But after all is said and done, the most important thing you can do is to learn to let go and surrender to your fears and high expectations. Look around and seek out the lessons for it is in this moment where you will be shown the next door. Expect challenges and accept where you are. No one has ever reached great success without failing a thousand times over. Failure is the key to success. It is the only sure way to learn what works and what doesn't. So don't be so focused on the outcome. Try to appreciate the present moment and what it's trying to teach you. Slow and steady, it always does win the race. And as cliche as it sounds, at the end of the day, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. So thank you for joining me again for week five. I truly hope that there were some little takeaways that you can take with you today and maybe implement into your own life to start creating more abundance into your day. So thanks for tuning in. Until next week, namaste.